Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Something that is, it, it sounds crazy, but it took me a long time to really understand. And, and I'm still walking it out right now, where the more that you learn to live, 
the more that you learn to live, the more that you can scale your business, the more that you can earn income, the more that you can have fun while you're doing it too. So let, let me repeat that again, because the more that you learn to live, and what I mean by that is not just breathing and doing your day and grinding and doing all the things, unless that's what you're, and unless that's what makes you thrive to live. You know, people like Gary Vaynerchuk, he, at least his words says, or maybe he's, you know, he says that he loves to work. So Gary Vaynerchuk, the way that he likes to live is to work, sounds like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if that's not your jam, then how do you want to live? Like you, we're in a world right now where you don't necessarily, unless it's, of course, maybe temporary for you, or maybe it's your love where you don't have to go to a brick and mortar business, meaning you don't have to show up to an office as much. You don't have to commute an hour like some people do in Southern California and throughout the country and throughout. You don't have to do that anymore, right? Unless that's your choice, unless that's the way that you love to live, unless you love your career, your job, what you know, what you do in the marketplace, totally fine. But but I want, the thing that's been really hard to reshift for my wife and I, and and still working through this is learning that the more that we truly understand how to show up the way that we would like to show up in freedom as much as possible. And I'm just talking about financial freedom. There's a lot of different forms of freedom. And the more that you focus on that word freedom, the more that you could show up and in, in such a, an incredibly powerful way. But what I like to talk about today is really kind of narrow in on the more that you learn to live. And, and here's my, here's the context to this in a social media world, right? Now, some of you are like, I lost you already. This might not be your segment unless you want to not only live to your fullest potential, but you also want to leverage the most leveraging one of, one of, for some people, maybe you, maybe not, one of the most leveraging aspects of business, getting customers, getting your message out to the world, is social media, right? And so the more that you learn to live, which also could mean the more that you are raw, the more that you're vulnerable, the more that you really are showing up to where you're not just showing the pretty pictures. I hear someone hot, uh, hot on stage. Hang on one sec. Is there someone unmuted? Keep going, Tom. I'll take a look. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. The more that you learn, the more that you learn to live the more that you get to earn. Now, here's what I mean specifically. And again, this could be this could be broken down in a lot. Again, I, used, my wife and I, we'd sit down for coffee every morning. I'm like, honey, listen, the more that we let go of the shore of sitting in front of our computer, trying to structure and work the way that we're used to working over the last 20 years, meaning the more that we really become vulnerable with our message, the more that we really are doing social media, not just doing the same thing, but doing like literally doing what we want to do throughout the day, but being very transparent on the things that we're doing, because if we're vulnerable with that message, if we're vulnerable in the way that we really want to show up and live, we're not just faking it. We're not just kind of going through the motions of social media. We're not just going through the content of social media, but we're really living it. Then the more that we will attract people, the more that we will get people that really resonate with the way that we're showing up in this world and not everybody. And the more that people will trust us, the more that people want to know what we do and the more that people will also buy from us, which means that the more that you truly live, the more that you can earn. 
And I also heard, I think it was just this morning, that you literally can live like, and I'd love to hear it here in a little while, if you could do anything and anything, like you could turn your mountain biking career or your Pilates career or your yoga, I mean, not your yoga career, your yoga hobby or your mountain bike hobby or your sailing hobby, and you literally could turn it into a content machine. You literally, you could turn in your real estate investing into a, I mean, you could turn, I mean, planting plants, you can do it farming. You could, I mean, we're in a world right now where you literally can do what you want to do. And the more that you learn to live what you want to do, the more you turn that hobby into what you want to do, the more that you can compound that and have a lot more freedom within that that hobby. Why? Because you're making a lot more money doing it and leveraging the power of the most powered, powerful leveraging aspect to growing uh, a business, which is of course the power of social media. But also obviously you've got to learn to scale a business as well. Something that that is our main focus, my wife and I, is really how do we set up the infrastructure to be as simple and as, pro- as, as SOP or processes as possible. And that's why we're surrounding ourselves with people because you can't just light you can't just light social media up and expect money to fall out of the trees. You got to have some structures and some systems in place. It's not about, about all having fun. So I'm going to, I'm going to break that down here in, in the next few minutes. And then I would love to find out if you could live more, if you could be more free, if you could show up in social media with your ideal way that you would love to show up with content. And again, to me, I don't think of it as content because to me, I think of it as just living, right? What would you do? And I'll just, I'm going to go through a couple highlights of how, how my wife and I are on track to do this. Because if you're like me and you're entrepreneurial, you may want to do everything today. Like, like you might want to just get everything going all at once. And for, for me, and I think for most people, you got to break everything down into phases. So my phase 10 is my ultimate phase for social media where we have our content in multiple languages. We have so much content with so many different series or channels, different shows that are being produced, cooking shows, travel shows, um, real estate, multiple different channels, but none of them are being run content-wise by my wife and I. They're being run by a system. They're being run by um, some of the top content producers in the world, but not only some of the top content producers in the world, they're being translated into multiple languages throughout the world because this is what I've studied is the pinnacle of social media isn't how hard you can work to deliver your content and slicing up your content 64 different ways like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about you know every single day and then repeating that over and over and figuring out how to way to just make you the center fo- fo- focal point of your content just like in any other content like what Robert or businesses like what Robert Kiyosaki talks about you don't want to be a self-employed business person unless that's your calling the ideal when it comes to business is being a business owner where you don't, you're not a slave to the business. You're an owner of the business where you get to leverage the business through leverage systems, processes, people, and, you know, and resources like that. So I don't think that a lot of people in this world have really spent the time like so many people over the last hundreds of years have done in business to really think of your social media as how do you explode social media without you. And again, you might be the fire starter in the beginning. You might be the one that that gets that brand going in the beginning. You might be the face of that brand in the beginning, kind of like Barstool Sports is a great example of this. Or, I mean, think about, you know, I'm just don't know why I'm thinking about, you know, 
uh, ESPN or all those big networks, I don't know if they were started by a person, but Barstool Sports, as an example, is one of the biggest social media brands in the world right now, started by a gentleman named Dave, right? But he has multiple end in mind of him not being the center focal point long term with the content where that actual brand can be sellable. Barstool Sports, I'm sure, can be sellable with or without Dave specifically being the content point of that brand that he initially started, you know, many years ago. So the more that you learn to live today, next week, next month, next year, the more that you learn to live, the more that you can earn money. So, so figure out what's your phase 10, like how big do you want to build your company, your brand, your life, your lifestyle, how big do you want that to be? And then how do you start with phase one? And I'm, I'm not going to break this down too much today because I talk about this a lot, but I do want to just mention it because sometimes you, for me, if you're like me, you have to hear it over and over. Phase one, and I was just talking to my friend, a lot of my really successful entrepreneur friends that do 10 million a year, 100 million a year sometimes, really ultra successful. They're like, Tom, I don't get your brand. Like what, tell me, just explain it to me. You're freaking, you're 49 years old, right? You run professional businesses but you kind of show up sometimes goofy and do dumb things on the internet. Like, how does that translate? How do you make money with that thing, right? (laughs) Well, I'll just tell you, my phase one was this. Spent 15 years bored to tears with my professional training and leadership content, specifically in my niche market, bored to tears. It was so boring for me. Wake up every day, how do I re-slice the content that yes, I'm an expert at. Yes, it reaches my ideal audience. Yes, it helps me make you know pretty good amount of money in business. But man, after many years of doing it on Facebook, it got really boring to do the same thing over and over. So for me, and it wasn't working. It was it was working to a, a point. So phase one for me is learning to do. And this is my new favorite word that I've is is flex, which means not flex egotistically, but flex like doing something new experiencing something new, doing something completely out of the box. And so phase one for me was shutting off what Warren Buffett says to shut off, right? When it comes to real, when it comes to being a high level investor, one of the wealthiest men in the world says, if you want to be a high level investor, cut your IQ in half. You don't need it, right? You don't need that much of your brain power. And it sounds so weird that the number one thing that I'm learning how to do, the smarter that I get, the longer that I'm learning things, the older that I get, the more that I'm learning to, to see things, the more that I realize I need to shut my brain off and stop overthinking. And I know you hear this at nauseum. Yeah, stop. Like literally a lot of you are even hearing me right now. And I know our human brain goes to, oh yeah, I'm not overthinking. 99% of every human, I'm not gonna say you, but I'm just saying that almost every single human even if they think they're not overthinking, if you are not moving at the speed of light in your business and with your social media, with the kind of content you produce, with, with the speed in which you connect with your sales calls, with the speed in which you hire and fire, well, like if you're not moving with the speed in which you create your content, your hooks, your title, your subjects, your email, right? And unless right? There's some situations where you really have to slow down and obviously take the time to think something through for sure. But I'm just telling you what I'm learning about life and business. And specifically, we're talking about social media. For me, phase one was just going faster than my fear can keep up with. Going so fast 
that it suffocates fear because the fastest way to overcome fear for me, at least that I've learned for me and depression is starting to take so much action in one direction and pruning out pretty much 99% of every good opportunity around me, pruning out 90% of every great idea around me and focusing on just the simplicity of one thing. And for me, when it comes to social media specifically, and I do the same thing in business, for me with ADD, with trying to do a million things all at the same, for me and having peace and having time with my wife and my family and enjoying life and learning how uh, how to live really and learning how to have fun, I have to prune out, I have to prune out almost everything. And phase one for me is just testing how to be vulnerable, testing how to do content as quick as possible, testing how to just post fast on multiple platforms within 15 minutes, like boom, 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 boom. So like, if you look at my social media, like if you can click on my beautiful wife's face right now, scroll down and go to Instagram. I mean, you're going to see like all of my content, especially if you go to TikTok, like every TikTok that I create is a story that I tell on the fly. And let me just put it this way. 90% of my stories bomb. That's social media, right? What most people want to do is they don't, they're not willing to take that vulnerable risk because they're always looking for home run every single, like you, you, you're so many people are so worried about making, not feeling stupid or not looking bad. So they're, they're afraid. So many people are afraid to post and tell that story on the fly. And I'm telling you the, the stories that have gone viral or the, the people that have followed us, like the, the biggest followers we've ever gotten are almost always the videos that we've got that feeling in our stomach. Like, should I even post this? I'm not sure about this one, but I'm telling you, this is the part where I, again, for me, for phase one, for you, maybe for, you just have to post and just don't worry about it and never delete. Right. I don't delete. I don't delete because I never know. I don't want my brain to think I know what someone else might be interested in. I cannot overthink. I cannot, and I don't even want to take the time to analyze if it's good or bad. I just want to move on, right? And again, your brand may be different, so you have to adjust that. But I will I'll predict for most of you, the reason why you're not exploding or growing your brand is you're trying to still figure out what's your ideal audience? How do you do your hook? What's the color? What's the captions? What's my perfect content? What's my ideal audience? You know, I don't even have a capture page, so why should I start posting? All that kind of thing, whatever that may be for you. And I'm telling you, give yourself permission to forgo phase 10, some of you need to even stop thinking about what your next step will be phase 10, phase two. And I'll just say this, phase two is where maybe I'll start posting some hashtags. Now, is that a good idea to post hashtags? Yeah, maybe, right? I hear it's good, right? Is it good to, you know, I, I, could just, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank right now, but there's so many different analytical, logistical like taking off the watermark and doing all these logistical things that you hear are so important, like what time of the day I should post. I don't even want to spend the, it's just me. Phase one for me is not worrying about hardly any logistics. The only logistic that I want to focus on is getting good at going fast, getting good with the psychology of how I create people to follow, the psychology of how do I create an emotion in a human being, the psychology of how do I keep open loops, like what Netflix does to always keep people curious about my channel. How do I get better at the psychology of humans? 
that one thing? And how do I post fast? And how do I keep doing it? Now, again, phase two, I'm going to get a lot more strategic with content. Phase two, I'm going to start integrating, still learning. I've, I've learned, and I don't, know if you've had, I don't know if a lot of you have noticed this. Have you ever noticed a lot of ultra successful, wealthy people in social media that are posting on TikTok now, finally, when everybody was making fun of people about a year or two ago, right? The, the big dogs are starting to finally get on social media. Some of the biggest speakers, trainers, authors, keynote speakers in the world. And I look at their content and I'm like, man, this is good content because I've been following you for years. Man, I love following you. Wow, this is so good. I'm glad you're on TikTok now. But I'm also looking at zero comments or one comment or five comments or 10 comments. And, and it's not, and, and the reason why, it's not because their content's bad. It's just um, they're being too in the box specifically with, with TikTok maybe because it's so, it's such a competitive, it's becoming more of a competitive space. So what I've learned about entertainment, what I've learned about the emotion of, of just, the, you know, doing the phase one is as I start moving into more of my business content and creating other business-like channels and fitness-like channels, I know that I've gotten the one ingredient down, which is the psychology um, and how do I pull emotion? And then I can integrate that with fitness. I can integrate that with fitness of, of that entertainment uh, content that we're doing. So, all right, let me see how much time I have. All right, I want to wrap up with this. Okay, this is one of the most fun things that we can do. If you want to, and again, today's topic is the more that you learn to truly live your life. Like today, as an example, I don't, today could pay my family and our brand hundreds of thousands of dollars. I, I expect today to pay us hundreds of thousands of dollars maybe even millions. If I attract one business partner from for today, and the way that I'm going to attract my business partner, I'm just going to give you an example, a real life example. I'm in Puerto Rico. I've been learning to tell the story of how I sold everything a month ago. My daughter, my oldest daughter got married, my four baby daughters. And I videoed, of course, every moment of it. But here's the thing about living life. And this is the thing like some people like be present in the moment. I could do both. You could hit a button on a camera. I was literally crying, literally crying. The moment my, my oldest daughter was 22, leaving her home that she grew up in most of her adult life, you know, from like 13 to 22 years old, watched her cross over leaving the home for the very first time. And then I watched my baby girl, Madison, who just turned 21 yesterday on my wife's birthday. Uh, my wife had identical twins on her birthday, which is another story. It's another, and I'll talk about that here in a few minutes, but I watched Madison do the same thing. And, and some of you are like, well, why not? Vi why video the moment? Okay. It's a whole nother topic, but I, and I know it's uncomfortable even for my family, like stop videoing dad. But man, if I would have, I, if I can go back 10 years ago, I wish I could have had the camera on 24 hours a day, almost 24 hours a day. And some of you are like, well, that's not my life. Great. Totally get it. Totally get it. But I don't know about you, but I love looking back a year later at the emotion. The next year, that, that emotion of my, that moment, how I felt, the moments of the story on social media. So if no one else watched my social media, if we never created influence for a purpose on social media, if we never sold products for social media, if we didn't utilize it to the full power of the asset that the leverage of social media really is, if all we did it for was memories, I would post a thousand times more vulnerably in the moment. If no one else watched, it would still be something my wife and I want to look back when we're 90 years old, sitting in front of our 
well, I don't know if we'll be in a rocker chair because we'll still be doing active things, but we'll be sitting around with our, our kids, our great grandkids, sitting around with a glass of wine, maybe, and looking at those videos when we were a young 50 or 49 year, when we were young in 2020. Remember when our family left the, all four, by the way, all four of my daughters walked out of the home for the very, because we were selling the home, remember? So they weren't coming back to that home. And, you know, so, so telling that story is something crazy, but I was talking about today, getting back to the little rabbit trail. Today, we're going on a huge catamaran, going out to a beautiful Caribbean island from Puerto Rico with a whole bunch of friends. It's Shanna Sumner, my wife's birthday, my twin's birthday. So we got a whole bunch of people uh, celebrating here in Puerto Rico for a birthday. And, and again, I'm not just going to have fun with my friends. We're going to, we're going to be documenting, documenting the moment because people, there's a lot of people right now that are sitting in there, you know, that are wanting to see your life. And again, that may not be your thing, but we're in a world right now where if I want to play more, I get to post more. If I want to, and again, here's the part of the posting. People always think, oh my gosh, he just lives his life on social media. It's literally about 10% of my day. It's not like, like eight, 90% is being present with my wife and my kids. 80, maybe it's 80%, maybe it's 80, 20 for us. But still, the reason why we get to go on more things, the reason why we get to travel the world, the, we, the reason why we get to do more fun things and higher level experiences is because of the tool of social media. And I always tell people, what would you rather do? Just grind a traditional career job in an office. And again, you, that may be your thing, right? Maybe you want to scale ads and that may be your thing. You don't have to do organic social. Totally get it. Totally fine. I just particularly love the leverage of being able to live life more and just flip it on camera, documenting the moment for a lifetime, but also know that the more that you're vulnerable, the more that you're going to attract the kind of people that you want to attract without even perfectly understanding phase two which is maybe your ideal audience, which is perfect, you know, understanding your demographic and all that kind of thing. And the last thing I want to, I want to wrap up with is here, here's the cool thing. And I'm going to ask you all a question as we're wrapping up. The thing that my wife and I do is what's called a series. You could treat your business, your brand, the way that you live, like a, like a, like literally like Netflix. So your TikTok is your Netflix channel, meaning you, you get to be the platform. And within that platform, you could do, you have two choices. You could be, again, micro niche into one thing only, which is fine. It works. It's powerful. It's proven hundred plus year old strategy, top marketers in the world. People that come from Harvard. They teach that it works, still works, but we're in a cool, we're in a cool phase now of life where it's kind of crossed over to where you can create multiple different things that you love to do as long as you're creating emotion and you know, getting the, the right psychology that gets people to want to follow you, buy your product, engage with you, join your lists of whatever that may be, buy your books or whatever that may be, right? So you could do multiple series. I'll give you a few examples. Part of the series that my wife and I are doing is what we're doing today. It's the series of adventures, like going on adventures. Like we're going on a boat with my, well, two of my daughters are visiting here from uh, San Diego. So we're going on an adventure with, with family and friends. We're creating one of our main core systems and communities that we're building is a system on how to scale wealth and residual based income so you can have more freedom and get back to fun. So we're creating a get back to fun challenge. And by the way, if anybody wants to see that series live in action, be a part of that community on how to scale leveraged freedom type income using the power of, of obviously social media, but also scaling a business of residual based income, 
If that's something that you want to learn more about and join that free community, uh, go to my Instagram and type in fun. Go to my Instagram and DM me, message me specifically and type in fun. Okay. And then I'll, I'll add you to that community. But part of that series of getting back to fun is, is one series. Another series is how do we build a million dollar income stream brand new every 12 months. So my wife and I have a brand of taking one year of results and learning to cut the fat, cut the waste, cut the, 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 the negative emotions. And how do we take one year of results and compress that into a 12 week period of time? So what that means is you get a year of results, like a full calendar year and compress that into 12 weeks. You know why? Cause you can when you have the right mentorship, the right systems, the right mindset, get rid of the, the past programming. There's way. So we're creating a whole, whole social media series around that. We're creating a social media series on how do you become a super physical fit human being, right? How do you biohack? How do you do stem cells? Is it worth it? Is hormones worth it? Can you have the hormones of a 25 year old? Yes, you can, right? Is that worth it for you? Maybe it isn't. I don't know. Right. But can't, so we're creating a whole fitness, like biohacking, uh, you know, ways to live. So that's a whole nother series. We're creating a sustainable community here in Puerto Rico. I just made the decision yesterday, by the way, honey, we're building a sustainable community in Puerto Rico. She just doesn't know yet. So we're looking for like, we were at a farm to table restaurant last night. You can check it out on my Instagram with our friends. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to have a farm to table restaurant like Flora Farms in Cabo, Mexico. Uh, because there needs more, there needs better food, food options here in Puerto Rico. I right? just saying. So if you're in Puerto Rico and that's, that's something that you're passionate about, or you want to be partner with us on the sustainable project that we're building, but that's, I'm not doing it just for the passion. I'm not doing it just because I want the healthiest food I can get. If I'm going to live part, part of the year here in Puerto Rico, I'm doing it because we get paid to do it. Like literally you can get paid to produce your passion specifically on social media. So um, all right, we've got three minutes and I guess we're leaving the house here. So I'm actually going to transition it back over. If anybody wants to continue this conversation, I'm going to go a, a few minutes earlier. Christina, can I pass it over to you, Rockstar? Hi. Oh, actually, if Scott's ready. Scott, are you ready, champion, to go a tiny bit early? A couple minutes We're ready. Early. If Scott's not ready, I'm whirling with Scott, me and Adam, so we are ready, yes. All right. All right. You guys are in, are, in a, are in a treat because my wife and I have learned how to get our income to a point where we have some freedom and some leverage and some residual, residual income based on our, our, our business model that we've done. We're, we, have, we have spent the last 15 years learning how to do it traditionally, like scaling a traditional corporation with employees and stuff like that, which has been my weakness, by the way. You're going to hear from someone who's done that very successful. So different cross-training. The cool thing about uh CrossFit, social media and Clubhouse specifically is some of you loved my message and some of you are like, what the hell was he just talking about? All right. You're going to be able to kind of pivot right now and learn from someone who I think is, is I, I don't know why this word just came to my mind. He's the, he's a, he's a rock of a foundation that you can learn to build your dreams on because he has built a rock of a foundation of integrity, of scalability, of treating people the right way and doing business the right way. So you want to learn from people that have, have really learned how to scale businesses. You're about to hear from some amazing men here in the next minutes with Scott Simons. Uh, and, and I think Ramon's going to be helping out here as well. 
who have built and scaled some pretty large businesses before. So Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.